0: I'm James, I am 27 years old and I'm from the US, lived there for most of my life and then now I'm currently living in Albania. My name is Martin, I'm 28, I'm
1: from Bulgaria and I'm currently living in Germany and to be more exact, Nuremberg. My name is Cameron, I'm 24, from Brighton in England and now living in Valencia, Spain. And this is the Expat Show. Hello, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Expat Show. My name is Cameron Clark. I am joined here today with James and Martin. How are you both doing today, guys?
0: Doing well. Doing well. Same
2: on my
1: side. <laughs> Same on my side. Very good. Very good. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about reasons why you might want to become a expat.
0: Mm. What do we think about that? <laughs> I mean if we sat here long enough I'm sure the reasons would just like just flow out of Keep us yeah for sure yeah. I mean I don't I I was thinking about this I was thinking if I have more reasons to be or to or not to be and like in my mind I mean I've only been at this for like a year but in my mind like the reasons to like the reasons to be an expat um vastly outweigh the reasons not to be yes
2: yeah i I mean in general the planet is way too small now so
0: (laughs) yeah so (laughs) so let's just go to like mars or something
2: yeah i mean you can get on the other side of the planet for like 12 hours yeah so it's not like 100 years ago where you need 12 hours to visit the next
1: country or something or like the next city. Yes. <laughs> Phys- physically, it's not smaller, but uh, we can certainly make it feel smaller with the transport,
0: definitely. Yep. Yeah. Which, which, you know, all in all, obviously makes it easier to be an expat. Everything makes it easier to be an expat. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. And flights and flights are getting cheaper and cheaper, and people like Elon Musk taking his rockets. So have you seen that he's trying to take rockets for like into low earth orbit and then land in another city i think that's pretty crazy that doesn't crazy crazy future
0: (laughs) but i mean yeah and and just all of the technology stuff like you know i can be living here in albania and and still keep up conversations with people living you know in hawaii which is like a 12-hour time difference and like obviously the the texts or the phone calls are like you know at strange times but
1: yeah i mean just this this podcast so is I'm an example of the eyes. bed while you're <laughs> breakfast yeah mm, very good very good and uh yeah any any exciting things happening out in your countries i mean uh it's getting a little bit cooler out here in spain thankfully yeah even I, I still feel like i'm sitting in a puddle right now but there <laughs> we are <laughs> Uh, and what, what about in Germany? Anything, uh, anything exciting happening there? Actually, I just
2: found out that uh, like e-scooters and uh, boosted boards and all of that is legal now in Germany. Oh, interesting! It wasn't legal. Like, we, I mean, it, I'm a bit of a, like an internet explorer in this situation because I think it it got legal like with the beginning of the year. So it took me eight months to find <laughs> this information out. Uh, anyways, the, the weird <laughs> thing is, the weird thing here is that. If the scooter or the boosted board can go more than 20 kilometers per hour, you have to have like an insurance license plate or something
1: on it. Like, what the... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it makes sense. I mean, uh, he, here in Spain, we have... There's lots of uh, public electric scooters. Lots of people are riding electric bikes. So some of them are literally bigger than the mopeds, and they're driving on, on the... Uh, on the pavement or as a sidewalk, as you would know it, James, and literally going, like, 40 (laughs) kilometers an hour. It's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, I mean, for,
0: for, for scooters, I understand, but, like, a boosted board? Come on. This is funny because, I mean, people ride their scooters everywhere here and a boosted board, you couldn't go 10 meters with it because there are potholes in the roads and sidewalks are so big. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my bike is falling apart just riding it around, so I can't imagine what a, what a skateboard would do. Especially I mean, an electric one.
2: Uh, still, I mean, I wouldn't pay additional insurance for a skateboard, so I might as no. well just
0: r- ride a normal skateboard. Definitely not. Or,
2: yeah. I'm already paying like... So many insurances, I, I, I don't know. Actually, I must have forgotten half of them. What they're for.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's the thing with insurance, though. Uh, it, it's a pain until you need it. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: fair. <laughs> well, my experience is usually it's a pain
1: after you need it as well because they don't <laughs> want to pay. <laughs> but w- would you would you say that uh, or this? growth in the electric commutes vehicles do you do you feel that is making cities more accessible and would you say that is possibly one thing that would make someone want to move to a city because maybe they didn't want to go before because it was such a pain to get around but now this growth of electronic commuter vehicles is growing maybe people will be like yeah, oh, defi- i can move there definitely
2: definitely like here in nuremberg uh, I don't go that that often to the center because I drive a truck, and it's hard to find a parking space. Uh, and if I had like a boosted board or something, I could get there like in fifteen minutes. It would be awesome. Mm.
1: Would you Would you think it would make a difference in Albania if there was more electronic
0: commuting vehicles? No, not even a little bit. I mean. <laughs> I wouldn't, like I said, like the only electronic vehicle that I've seen, maybe, maybe like an electric bike, I've seen a few of those, but the, a one wheel would be basically the only thing that would work here because of the sidewalks and the roads and everything. You never know when it's going to just switch to gravel or potholes or bricks or, I mean, yesterday I was, I was leaving my house, trying to drive out of my house, and they're like torn up, and I live right next to the hospital, so the road to my house is the same road that goes to the hospital. And they had torn up the road going to the hospital where my car almost didn't fit. I was like, what, do, what are you expecting to happen when an ambulance needs to get through here? And they are just like laying wires or pipes or something. And they're just like, and then they tear it up. And instead of like pouring asphalt or pavement or concrete or something, they just put sand and, and rocks and then put bricks on it. So as soon as it rains, all of that settles and everything becomes uneven. And so any sort of longboard <laughs> or skateboard is, is almost unusable. You're sure you're
2: not in Bulgaria? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: in in uh, in in Spain, the uh, the road the roads conditions are actually surprisingly really good. The uh, the street outside my house recently got repaved, and honestly, I don't know why. It to me, it looks absolutely fine, but they decided to rip it up, relay everything, and yeah. Yeah, they do
0: that. They I, they do that about once a summer here. They they pick a section of pavement to tear up, but. You know the the unfortunate thing is that the population of this city increases dramatically over the summertime, and so they just decide to do it when all the traffic. I mean, that's always how it is. They always do it when the traffic is the worst, and they decide to tear up roads and stuff. I think that's the same. Do you everywhere. think they do like, that You're in Germany? Is yep. I mean, I'm sure. I'm. Sure they have to. They have to realize that it's. But I don't know why they. What what reason would you have to do that? Yeah, it's true.
1: What, what were you going to say there, Martin? Sorry for interrupting. Uh,
0: yeah, they, uh, they're going to
2: do it like that everywhere anyways because of the good weather. Like here in Germany, as soon as you get like dry above six degrees weather, you, you see everywhere constructions and this goes on the entire summer. Yeah. Like and just Nuremberg had f- like a budget of 50 million euros or something like that for road construction this year.
0: Wow. Hmm. I can't even... Pretty good. I can't even like fathom that amount of money
2: yeah with that amount of money, I think we get, we can fix all the roads in Albania <laughs>
0: <laughs> If you can get anyone to actually do the work though is the problem
1: i'm uh, I'm actually going to Madagascar in just over a month, and I've heard there that there is only one paved road, and the rest of them are dirt, so that should be pretty fun, should be pretty fun. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, remi- remind me of England's yeah <laughs> <Poppers> everywhere. <laughs> Roadworks aside, let's talk about why people would want to become an expat. Because I'm sure they don't want to see the uh, the roadworks in their chosen country. So what what we all decided to do is uh, we've got a little list that we've wrote together, um, we'll one or together separately about the the thing the reasons why we think other people would want to become an expat. We haven't shared these ones. We're going in completely blind. So. I will probably kick it off, and we'll see if anyone else had the same idea as me, and we'll just talk about it like that. So, can I kick it off? And yeah, the first sure. reason that I had uh, for why someone would want to be an expat, it's probably a little bit generic, eases into it, is the adventure,
0: because I mean, it
1: is an adventure.
0: Yeah, but that's so broad. I think you should narrow it down a little bit more than that. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Give me an example of how I could narrow that down.
0: Well, For example, I mean, experiencing something new. Yeah, exactly. So I had, it, um, well, I had it, like my first thing was experiencing life, like, like living life to the fullest sort of thing. Um, uh-huh. And in, in my, um, how do I say this, um, I grew up in a small town and it was nice it was fine whatever and i have friends that chose to live there because they loved it that's great but for me personally i wouldn't feel like i was fully getting a full life experience if i stayed in that small town now obviously you don't have to move to another country to do that but i feel like it's similar to that sort of thing so if you if you spend your entire life in one particular country i think that um it, it, your, your life experience becomes more narrow. That's not, you know, obviously a huge generalization, but I think overall it's, it's relatively true, where if you don't- Can I add something to, here? Like, yeah. Uh,
2: so this is not only about just traveling, because for example, my experience with Germany when I went on business trips and living in Germany are like two totally different things.
0: Right, mm. right. And I, I mean, I mean, like, really experiencing. I mean, I've traveled to a lot of different countries and don't feel like I know very many of them very well or the, the people or anything, you know, or the way of life at all. Until, you know, yeah. now living in Albania, I feel like I, I have a handle on it a little bit better. So adventure is, is, yeah, great. Um, but, you know, the adventure could be, I mean... Narrowed down. Yeah, a more. yeah, because, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, you could also be like trying different food and that could be an adventure. So I feel like by saying adventure, Cameron, you're kind of um <laughs> you're kind of just like <laughs> lumping everything into one into one. Uh, you you caught me out. <laughs> I mean, I was
1: trying to get away with it, and you, you called me out, Jay. I mean, we all
0: had, we, we all agreed that we'd come up with as many as like five or so, and I could only think of three, and I didn't use any that broad. So I don't, I'm interested to hear what your, I'm interested to hear what your other four were, if, if your first one was just as broad as adventure.
1: <laughs> well, f- f- funny enough, we've already uh, touched on my second idea, and Food. I did put down expanding your cultural experience. And I, I wrote myself a little. I wrote myself a little, uh, little, little sentence. So, I, I, what I mean by the cultural experience is um, maybe in Britain where it's a bit more cold, the people and the attitudes are a bit more hostile. They're a bit more colder. They're a bit more brisk people. Whereas here in Spain, the culture of the people, where it's so warm, they're such more warm people you know just even even when you're just meeting your friends or someone you've never met before just giving them a kiss on each cheek things like that which i think is a cultural experience that you can only get not living in your own country and i think that's one reason why people would want to be an expat to yeah experience
0: that i actually i put i had that as my second one also is understanding other cultures um and i mm. think that I think that every person and every culture has something to bring to the world. And the more you learn about and understand other people and other cultures, the more you can kind of figure out how the world works. Um, and so, I don't know, it's just it's, culture is one of the things that drives me to travel more. And then when I go to countries that are so similar in culture, it's, it's, you know, a it's little, kind of
1: like you're not on holiday, or yeah. you're not experiencing it as new. I mean,
0: even in Albania, I walk into a into a shopping center, and it has the it has a the, the cultural feel of any mall or shopping center in the U.S. <laughs> or Germany or the U.K. or probably Spain. Like any major shopping center is going to feel this way. And I don't, yeah. I don't like that because that's I didn't move to Albania to have uh, a the same experience, yeah. the same shops, the same foods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, I totally get you there. What, what are your thoughts on that, Martin? About uh, I, experiencing the culture?
2: Yeah, I mean my views are a bit different on that. Like, uh, I mean it's a good thing to experience the culture, and uh, I I leave this more for like the vacation part when I visit a country just to try local cuisine, see how they party or something like that and stuff. Uh, doesn't interest me that much for the country in, in which I live. I mean, I'm gonna learn some things anyways, whether I want to or not.
0: <laughs> so do you, would you pick a country to go on vacation to based on the culture? Yeah, definitely. But, you, but that wouldn't really have anything to do with you choosing to move and live in a, in a country?
2: uh i mean it, it might have after I, i've learned about the culture and i say okay like for example for spain like Cameron mm. said like they're really warm people and they do this and this but i already know that because i visited spain and i've seen it and right. this might mu- this might be a reason
0: for me to move there after that ah uh, okay mm. so you're not so, okay i understand yeah
1: yeah i got you, i got you so what, what you're saying martin is um to experience the culture or to make the decision that you'd want to move there, you would want to have a vacation first to sort of test the waters, dip your yeah. toe in a little bit and test it to see if it's cold or warm. Right. Yeah. I, did, I mean, I, I rarely
2: do decisions based on too many unknowns. I like to know as, as much as possible before I make the decision.
0: Wow, you and I are very different people. <laughs> that's yeah. why you're in Eastern Europe and I I left Eastern Europe. <laughs> hey, but I visited Eastern Europe first, so that that's good, right? I'd visited before I moved here. I I'd, I'd moved to other places without visiting before. So that was a well, different Well, techni-
2: Technically, me moving yeah. in Nuremberg can be considered moving somewhere where I haven't visited.
0: Cuz like, you hadn't been in Nuremberg. Yeah, the only time
2: I I was in Nuremberg was an emergency landing and I didn't get off the plane until we
0: yeah. took off again. <laughs> that's fair. But I think: What's, um, I think culture yeah. is such a big part of like what makes things different, and so if you aren't like diving into cultures of countries that you're moving to, then I mean obviously I guess by the literal definition, you're still living as an expat, but I would almost argue that that's not even like that's not even the same thing, you know um, but again, it's it's difficult because different cultures, or you can have similar cultures in different places. So, you know, I visited South Africa, and the culture of where I was in South Africa was was not identical, but similar to that in the U.S. And so, I can't say like, oh yeah, living in South Africa would be wouldn't be you know wouldn't make me an expat, yes. but because it obviously would. But I don't know. It just I feel like going somewhere and not trying to seek out that sort of experience like and i guess martin's right whether it's vacation you know it could be the same thing anyways but without seeking out that experience you're not you're not getting the full um meaning of of living as an expat yeah i mean maybe i got
2: i got this experience prior to moving here because i spent like half a year on business trips and i've had like a lot of weekends here in germany alone to explore and travel around
1: okay wow. so you got you you got eased into it for, for me in into Spain I visited here twice um and obviously where my girlfriend is Spanish I got introduced to the culture and the Spanish people that way meeting her friends her family so I kind of got like a insider's view because I had already that friendship group in inverted commas already established so they made me feel a lot more warm and welcome. So I think that part of the culture where they, just ex- like, especially in Spain where they make you part of their friendship group almost straight away, was one big reason, even before I moved here or made the decision, just knowing that, that the people out there were going to be my friends, I think that was a big driving factor for me to become an expat.
0: Right, so. right. And then and like when I moved to Albania, I knew that I was going to be working with people and so like, I, would, I didn't come just kind of on a whim. And so I knew, you know, I'm going to be around people. There's a good chance that I'll make friends with these people. But, you know, obviously that's not always true. But it's, it, it wasn't like I just packed a backpack and hopped on a plane and landed at the airport without having any idea what I'm going to say. Yeah, but I, I, th- I think
1: some people would want to do that as well, you know, flip it on their head, just completely change their life, just pack their bags and go, and maybe that's the driving Factor where they don't know anything about it, and that's the experience that they want.
2: I mean, the crazy thing is actually yeah, this is unknown. this is what I've done, but somehow I always manage to find a Bulgarian that knows a Bulgarian that knows a Bulgarian that lives where I'm going.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, that's surprising. Six degrees of separation, I think it's called. And when you're
0: where uh, you, uh, and when you're from a Balkan country, it's probably three. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think three is a top. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. All right. I, I think we've uh, hit experience pretty hard in the head. Who, who <laughs> else wants to pop in with something on their list, Martin? You got anything? Why someone would want to be an expat?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do, go more into the logical. Uh, Aspect of things, not not so emotional. Of
1: course, uh, of course engineers for you, logical minds. Yeah, logical
2: Yeah, in, uh, yeah bo- bo- boring old engineers. Uh, well, for example, one of the reasons for me was uh, to further develop my career. I was working in the automotive industry, and Germany is the automotive mecca of Europe. So this was one of the reasons to come uh, here.
1: So you, you moved to expand your career. I... I had something similar on my list. I had maybe people are forced to leave um, for work. Like maybe they kind of have to become an expat for that work. Uh, so I, I had something quite similar there. How, what about you, James? You have anything?
0: I mean, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have anything like that written. But it makes a lot of sense. I mean, from what I can tell, a lot of the people that that leave Albania live as Albanian expats in other countries. Um, are going so that they can make money and and send it back to family here yeah so. that, that's a general
2: reason yeah. for eastern europeans to to move like more money and this is just a part of my reason like uh i sat down and thought about it like that doesn't matter in which country i go to to work in the automotive industry i would end up flying constantly to germany anyways <laughs> right So yeah i mean yeah. might as well move there directly
0: yeah. But I think the furthering career is, is another, you know, potential part of that. I mean, as as backwards as it may sound, like I moved to Albania to help further my career also, like specifically like potential social media, um and YouTube career stuff. Um and then obviously I was, you know, got offered a job that I knew that I would enjoy in a place that I had already been and I already liked. But, you know, ultimately it boiled down to like I think that this is a good step to, you know, th- the end goals that I want for my life, and so it was. It was a m- part of my reasoning was in order to further my career. So more
1: more of your personal career than the normal careers. Like, so you you, you move there to develop yourself, other than the, I, I don't know the word for it. It's completely lost it, but the. Working for the man, you you're going there to further yourself. not
0: yeah. the Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all one and the same to me um, because my my nine to five fits right into you know the I develop skills in my nine to five that I use in the rest of my um, in the rest of my rest of your life. Yeah, yeah my and career you can, stuff you can use like. It. Like I tell people that I'm working, and I could be like watching somebody's YouTube video or just filming a YouTube video or researching to film a YouTube, and I just like consider it all work, whether I'm sitting in my office or not, you know, um, yeah,
1: it's a very fortunate position to be in.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, I love it. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely not like I think most of the decisions I've made over the last few years have, have been for personal development. More so than, or, or you know, bare necessity. Uh, more so than just furthering, furthering something for the man, like you were referring to.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I find myself in a very similar position when I first came out to Spain. I obviously started my YouTube channel. We're doing this podcast now, and it's all things that I thought here maybe it's a little bit more interesting than making videos in England because to me in England it's all grey, it's nothing new, it's nothing exciting so I don't have that motivation to create but here in Spain I do have that so I can totally feel where you're coming from um, I'm Unfortunately, I'm not in as lucky position as you where you can do what you enjoy doing outside of work and still call it work when you are getting paid to do it by the
0: man. (laughs) Minimally. Well, someone is getting
2: paid from the three of us for doing it outside of work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Soon to be, yes. Yes. if, if you guys don't follow James on, a, on YouTube, he just hit 10,000 subscribers and 1 million views, so congratulations to him. Definitely yeah. go and check out his channel. It and by, a, by the time
2: this is podcast a, is out, he nice might one. have reached 20K subs or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I, hope this doesn't take, I hope this doesn't take me a, a year or more to edit this podcast.
1: Dude, <laughs> uh, you might wake up tomorrow and be on 20K. Who knows? Who knows? Let, let us know down in the comments what James's subscriber count is when, <laughs> this, when you hear this episode. Yeah, My my YouTube channel, myself, is uh, youtube.com forward slash Cameron Clark Spain. Uh, not nearly as large as James just yet. I've got myself a few lovely subscribers. haven't posted in a while since I got my 9 to 5. But you can subscribe because I will be releasing more videos soon. I've got many projects in the work. And what about yourself, Martin? What's your channel? Where can they find you?
2: YouTube.com slash Martin Ivanov. Uh, I just returned from a short break, so I'm trying to post as often as possible.
1: And very good, yeah. very good. Uh, any any other socials that you guys want to say? I don't really use Instagram or Twitter myself, but if you do want to follow me there, it's at Cam Clark Spain. That's C-F-A-R-K, Noe Spain,
0: at Cam Clark Spain. I mean, all of my Instagrams are all of my Instagrams. <laughs> all, <laughs> How many do you have for? <laughs> I, I only own two Instagrams. Wait, no, th- three. But I run multiple. But all of my personal <laughs> socials are just at, at James Lighthart. L E I T H A R T.
2: Yeah, m- except, like, I think YouTube and Facebook, everything else is smart to even off 9 1.
1: Dookie, lovely, lovely. All right, back into it. James, you wanna, you wanna share something on your list? I don't, I don't know if we've heard one of yours since you, you stole my adventure, <laughs> uh, my experience.
0: I didn't steal it, you said it, I just expounded on it. I made it better. Um,
1: oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think the, the one that I have that maybe we haven't really talked about, the only one left that I have that we haven't talked about is is to like push your limits and to get outside your comfort zone um for me personally when things get too comfortable when life is too easy that's when i start getting uncomfortable and so i knew that by moving to the balkans moving to a country that i didn't speak the language i would be uncomfortable almost on a daily basis yeah you definitely found
2: a place for that yes
0: and And when you're uncomfortable, uh, that's where you grow. And so in order for me to be able to grow, like as a person, um, I needed, I felt like I needed to be in a place that I was going to be relatively uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So, so expanding your comfort zone, seeking discomfort as, as certain large YouTubers say.
2: Actually, I totally agree with you. Like when I see the Germans here, like the system has made them pretty soft and I, 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 The only thing I can imagine is how they would react if they lived in in Bulgaria, for example. They would go completely nuts. Yeah. Uh, And I I think, like, this should be a common exchange uh, program, sending people from the West to Eastern Europe uh, or the Middle East just to, like, toughen them up a little bit. I mean,
0: there are a number of Germans that come through my organization that I work at and... uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into specifics because obviously, <laughs> but the, a lot of them, the, mm-hmm. the general consensus seems to like kind of be like surprise and like, well, why doesn't, why don't you do things this way? And it's like, well, that's not how things work here. If we were in Germany, yeah, things would work that way, you know, but this is Albania. This is the Balkans. Yeah. Like things are not as straightforward as they are in Germany.
2: God, yeah. don't get me yeah, wrong, but things are not like, straightforward here. Yeah, well,
0: you know the difference.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, 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 you would know. And I, I, I think um, you're, you're definitely right, expanding that experience of your life and getting out of the comfort zone, because even even here in Spain, I love it, but um, I, I get the same metro every morning to work at the same time. And there's always two or three people that are always getting the same metro as me, you know, and it's like, I sit there and I watch them as maybe the only foreigner on the platform, because I'm in a relatively just Spanish little town, but yeah, just the only foreign person, and you just see them, and when I'm there, it almost feels like, oh, I, I was just here, but it was yesterday, because they're doing the same things that they were doing yesterday, they're just sitting there on their phones, sitting on the same bench, wearing pretty much the same clothes and it's just like it's almost like they're on repeat they're not breaking the cycle they're not doing anything so i think for sure moving abroad moving overseas like it, it gave me that because i i found myself in the routine of doing the same things every single do day do you feel like you
0: know? you're on a routine even though you live in spain or do you feel like you have that level of uncomfortableness every day that you it's it's sufficient um, I mean for for the nine to five
1: getting getting on the metro and um, like going to work doing that routine because it's a rotor and it's something I have to follow that's starting to feel more and more routine and maybe where I'm seeing these other people that are getting on the metro with me at the same times same days maybe that's making it feel more like a routine because I'm seeing right. the same faces um, yeah so but even still, there's things that, within that, it still sort of shocks me. Like, maybe maybe someone will come onto the metro and they'll be singing and super loud. And it happens more <laughs> than you would think. Um, and, like, the, the, the Spanish people, they just completely ignore me, ignore, like, the person or whatever. But for me, I'm just sitting there, like, in, in absolute awe, like, wow, what is this guy doing being so loud and so out there on in a public space, you know, whether he's drunk or just super right. happy, I don't know. Do you, yeah. do you speak yeah, Spanish? Okay. Un poco. <laughs> yo entiendo mucho, pero hablo uh, muy uh, poco.
2: Actually, I have I, a really big problem with the comfort zone here in Germany. I mean, I hate getting into routines and comfort zones, and this is like the main goal in life for Germans is to stay in their comfort zone, and when we sort of clash and basically my my goal is to like push them outside of the discomfort zone because this is usually affecting me because they're slowing me down in some way or something like that and this pisses them off and turns around to bite me yeah you know where
0: right right well so so the reason i asked Cameron about your you feeling like you're in a routine or feeling like or you know when you speak if you speak spanish is just like I mean, I go to the same office five days a week with the same people. You know, everyone speaks English. But then for me, it's the it's the walking to the store or, or you know, on the weekends when I hop in the car and drive to a different city and spend a weekend just by myself. And, and you know, uh, there are people around me that speak English, but I don't know who does and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of stand out, um, especially when I walk around talking to a camera. And so it's just like... <laughs> puts me into this into uh-huh. this uncomfortable like pushes me out of my comfort zone and like even the on the routine the day to day like like I walked into the the post office today to pick up a a, a package that I had well it was a different woman that's normally give, handing out the packages and so I had to explain in broken Albanian and a little bit of English who I was and like this is like here's my package no I don't have my passport with me can you please let me just take it without proving to you who I am sort of thing because usually the woman knows me and she just hands it to me and I sign for it and we get, we're we done. Um, or going to the store, yeah. like to uh, again today, I went to the store to find batteries and I looked all around the store and I couldn't find them and I had to ask the woman and she kept them behind the counter or whatever. And It's just like these little things that like get me, and maybe my comfort zone in general is just too small, but trying to communicate with people that that we have a pretty severe language barrier even though we can you know, the two of us can understand the other person's language enough that we can kind of get around it, is in, I can, enough. I can
2: totally relate to this with, with German. I, I didn't speak any German when I came here. and it was Yeah. Crazy. Uh, this is actually one of my points is uh, learning a new language. The best way to learn a language is actually to go and live in that country.
0: It's true. Uh, oh, but, 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 but this, like, pushes me out of my daily routine of comfort. Now, obviously, I, I I look for that even more when I you know, hop in the car and drive four hours to go paragliding with someone I've never met or to go and explore a new city with someone that messaged me on Instagram or something like that. Like, I do that relatively often. But um, even just in finding ways to um, seek discomfort in day-to-day, normally mundane, routine um, um, activities has... Has helped me in being able to like just kind of expand and broaden my my comfort zone. Yeah, great. Do you,
1: Do you think it's um, like you're saying? Like sometimes it like you you feel your comfort zone's a little bit too small. Maybe you don't feel comfortable asking the person where the batteries are. Do you feel that after after you've done that, though? After you've had, even if it wasn't perfect, even if it was just um, like a little, like very broken, but the result was still the same. You still managed to get the batteries, you still got your parcel. That communication with the other person that doesn't speak the native tongue of you, and you still managed to connect there. Like, with, even for me, I know they, they think I'm speaking like a three year old, but they understand what I'm saying when I yeah. speak Spanish. But even just like when I get what I want after speaking to them, even broken, it's like, it's really... Yeah, the sense of
0: accomplishment is overwhelming. You're just like so excited. I remember the first time I was able to act uh, like fully convey that I didn't speak Albanian to someone. But like in Albanian, he asked me a question and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't don't speak Albanian. And he understood what I was saying and then just asked me in English. And I felt so happy that I was able (laughs) to tell this guy in his language that I don't speak his language. Uh, Yeah. I but th- Actually, I can remember my
2: first interview in, in German, completely in German. I was like so psyched after that. I, I spent like 40 minutes talking on the phone in, in German. I, I closed and I was like, I don't care if I get a job. I spent 40 minutes on the phone in yeah, German. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs>
0: the, the other thing is, I don't know how it is in Spain, but here just me saying like three words in Albanian make the Albanians, most of them, so happy so when I, when I went paragliding the other day, I went and, and met the guy, and I greeted the, the pilot. I greeted him in Albanian, and he like looked shocked, and he asked me a question again in Albanian, I, and I responded, and uh-huh. he started laughing. He was so excited that I was actually like able to communicate. And I said, oh, I only, like, I, that's where I stopped. and I was like, in English. I was like, I, that's all I know. I, like, I only speak a little bit. And he goes, that's fine, though. Like, you're speaking our language, and that... that
1: you're, yeah, and that means trying, a lot to
0: them. Yeah. Especially coming from someone I mean, so many people ask me, why do you wanna know Albanian? Because you already speak English and all the Albanians are trying to learn English or German so that they can go abroad. And I'm like, Well, because I live here so I wanna know the language here. I don't wanna I don't wanna wander around assuming everyone's gonna mm-hmm. speak English and be able to talk to me. And so even the smallest, yeah. like, speaking like a three-year-old is, and they, a lot of them get excited enough that, you know, they don't care if I'm saying the wrong thing, they're just happy that I'm, that I'm trying to speak.
2: Yeah, what I found out, that the, the, yeah. the the best yeah. thing about speaking other languages is when you actually need to communicate no matter what's happening, like, you, you need to go to a doctor and that doctor specifically do- doesn't speak English, it's better for you to at least yeah. know how to explain what the hell is wrong with you. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. How many languages do you speak, Martin? Is that a curiosity? So obviously English isn't your native native tongue. Yeah,
2: but I do consider English like a second mother tongue for me because I mean I've been I grew up with English, so I don't think at all when ah. I'm speaking I don't know a single rule. Uh, I mean, I I studied those in school, but Right now, I, I, if you ask me something from the rose, I don't remember anything. I just speak freely as I do in Bulgarian. Yeah. Uh, so I do speak a little bit of German. Like I have B1 level. Uh, well, if, you, yeah,
0: you had a 40-minute interview in German. Yeah, I hope you speak a little. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been working in German also the past months. So Right. Uh, but compared to my English, it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, a little bit of uh, Russian, go. a little bit of Serbian, Macedonian, like all, all of the close languages to Bulgarian, and a little bit of Spanish. Mm-hmm. I did learn Greek, and I just know how to read in Greek, nothing more.
1: Uh, it's uh, a lot yeah, more same. than I can do. <laughs> and Martin, Ma- 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 with your su- such broad knowledge of languages, Maybe you know a little bit more than me and James in the terms of learning languages Do you feel that it is something that you get excited about like when me and James are talking about like the little victories? Do you agree with that and have you found that in like most of the languages that you've spoken or you speak?
2: Uh, what exactly are you talking about? Uh, I mean uh, Because James was talking about like Just saying hello or I don't speak it <laughs> Uh, that language well when
0: you're when you're able to accurately convey or ask for something or, or you know and, and you walk away from the interaction with the other person understanding what you're talking about
2: so I've had this experience with Spanish and German only and um, to ah. be to be fair both languages I picked uh-huh. up uh, in the countries when I was there so uh, definitely. For example, with sp- Spanish, it was a big win for me, and I felt really great when I started like saying small things. Because the first two months, I had to carry all my groceries by hand uh, to my apartment because they kept the bags behind the counter, uh-huh. and I, I didn't know how to ask for a bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? I found the opposite here. They 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 refused not to give me a bag. I'm like, no bossa, no <laughs> bag, no bag, because it's all plastic, and I, I don't want to use it. And they're like. Are you sure? It's yeah. a bag. How are you going to take it home? Yeah, I, always,
0: I always bring yeah. my own bags to the store and they, all, like, they pull out a new one to put in. I'm like, no, 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 I have like 10 in here. Let's use these ones. And they're like, okay, why? Like, we have plenty. <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe it's because I was in the north of Spain. It was yeah. a bit different. Uh, I also have a little bit different mm. experience when talking with natives here in Germany, for example, because a lot of people think
0: I am German. Uh, until I, uh, until I open my mouth. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. People will people will come up to me and start speaking Albanian, and I just look at them and I say I'm from America. No, oh, oh, never, never mind. Yeah, the the the, the problem <laughs> is
2: that like I get two types of reactions. So the most common is like they're actually pissed and annoyed because they thought I was German and I'm not. And it's like goddamn foreigners. Uh, and uh, the second one is like after they learn that I've been learned. Like learning the language only for a, a year and a half or something like that there's like oh you, you actually speak pretty well it's it's the fact that there are actually people in Germany that have been here like 10-15 years and never learned even this amount of German
1: right right yeah yeah for sure for sure but I, I, I definitely think language it kind of evolved from um, from the topic to language being a driving force to be an expat, I definitely agree. There is fun. one language in this and world w- we which are.
2: I will never learn no matter what happens. That's French. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always said my biggest problem with English and German is French. <laughs>
0: okay. There, think, There's so I many words. <laughs> I think French. we can... T- we can talk about language a different day, for sure. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. even now we've spent a lot of time, I'm sure we can come back to this and, like, just go into all sorts of stuff. Yeah, of and course. And talk more.
1: Uh, more. All right. I I, th- I think we can go into a a little bit of rapid-fire reasons why people should be an expat. Uh, I've got one. Like, just the first thing that comes to your mind, just say it. We won't discuss it. Let's just... Push them out, and then because we're getting close to the end of the episode, let's just go. I got one personal reasons like love. I moved here for my girlfriend's. James, uh, go. I honestly have used up all of mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I okay. mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, love, but like, of of a uh, yourself country, <laughs> <laughs> or or the or the, yeah, love or the country, or the beauty, like, like like like. Um, um, Gosh, this is not rapid fire, and I just completely lost <laughs> the, the word that I was trying to say. Like the nature, like the, uh, like, we'll like come the back nature. Yeah, like oh, the nature, Martin. Yeah, landscape. The love of the <laughs> sure. nature. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> I put you on the spot there, <laughs> yes. I do not want to show Martin, uh, Martin, go. Okay,
2: I will add, for example, a better general system in, in another country, like healthcare and everything is better systemized
1: yes healthcare education, education yeah. I, um, there was one last one i had and it was uh, maybe it's a little bit cheaper maybe you earn a bit more money
0: yeah money um, money is definitely something that'll that'll could work either way yeah definitely you could you could move somewhere so that you can make more money or you can move somewhere so that you don't have to spend as much if you're already making enough location independently yes
2: well usually the best approach definitely. is to grow like a business or something in a country that provides higher income and then mm-hmm. directly move to a country that has low expenses and just get this
0: high income there. Yep. Yep. Or you, you know, do three or four Very. different things that get mediocre income and then live in a country where, they, where the yeah, cost of living just, is lower.
2: I'm just talking like in general. The no, yeah, end I know. And amount exactly. to be
0: yeah. enough. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course.
1: <laughs> Very very good indeed. So I think to encapsulate everything we we discussed, a lot about adventure. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess if there's a, the one reason to move to a,
0: uh, to be an expat, adventure. Yeah.
1: All right. So you see, that's why I said it at the beginning. I was giving the overarching theme well, before it, we dove it, in. You, you said it at the beginning, that. and then people don't
0: have to listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 because they'll be like, hmm, that's so broad. I wonder how they're going to split this out
0: into small little topics. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I, I thought about wow, it. you're way more prepared sure. for this than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah.
2: Understanding nice German work. healthcare is a total adventure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, and the Spanish bureaucracy with paperwork is another yeah. there. But I, I, think, uh, I think we can talk about reasons why we won't want to become an expat. In maybe next week's episode, I yeah. don't know. What about the uh, the guys at home that are listening there? Um, I don't know. Let us know why you want to become an expat. Like, is there is there something inside of you that's like pulling you to another country? I don't know. Or maybe you are maybe already in another country. What what made you move there? I don't know. Let us know. Where, where can they message us? We we got an email.
0: We do have an address email address. Mm-hmm.
1: We do. We do, and it is. The expat show at mail.com. That's the expat show at mail.com. Let us know there why you became an expat or why you want to become an expat. And we will either email you back or maybe we'll bring it up in a in a future episode. Yeah. Have to also, also include out.
2: some questions for us if you, you're interested in something.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Do leave us any questions on. Anything really about being an expat? Uh, yeah, anything is there, snow. Yeah, uh,
2: ba- basically you can hit us up everywhere. Comment sections, uh, our personal social media accounts, or whatever. We're gonna get a Something. I guess at some point we're gonna make a Q and A episode directly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes and uh maybe in the future as well we can do some uh some little live streams with you guys back at home listening. Just uh as well yeah. just um, don't come to yeah. my house. <laughs> 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 Cuz anyone that's if they can I just told can them where I was. <laughs> no,
0: I I live hidden enough and I and I'm very very careful with when I tell people where where I li- oh, like in what area I live. I'm I'm I got more specific on this podcast than I ever do in person. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you
1: should wow. be. There you are. If you know if you want to go find James, good luck getting to him with those uh, those roads all falling apart with the rain and the sand and yeah, oh, Albanian. One, guys. but um <laughs> go Spain. Right. I'm not gonna say anything so about Germany good. because it's
2: actually forbidden here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> very good. Any any closing words anyone wants to pass on? Nope. I'm gonna close it off on <laughs> If if you wanna if you wanna be an expat, just do it. I mean, what have you got to lose? You can always move back to your home country. Hopefully, hopefully maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> yeah, move if you wanna do it. Just 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 do just it. in case, case
2: look for a country with a nice social system. In case you cannot afford to go back. <laughs> mm.
0: And if for some reason you can't go back to your home country, send us an email and let us know why, because that sounds like an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, and
1: we want to hear it. That email address again is at mail.com. Yes, my name has been Cameron Clark. Sign yourself off, James and Martin. I'm, I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what what was I doing the last couple of episodes? I was uh, I had a little Ciao, for now. Adios, Ciao for now, adios amigos,
0: of um, do hasta pronto, of a little bit of a I bit of a little bit of a little bit of
2: i little bit I feel weird bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little I'm also
0: the one editing this podcast. That probably about the last four minutes have been cut already.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I already got that feeling.
0: <laughs> like, do we have any last words? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right there, <laughs> or just like, or just like, have it just silent.
1: Yeah.
0: Fades out. You can add
1: some. Shout yeah, for now. Yeah. <laughs>